0: All right, all right, all right. You're listening to the We're Talking Football podcast. I'm Weston. With me, as always, the right-hand man, Lou. Lou, you honestly should have just unmuted yourself because as I was about to start, I hear you go, mm, like, you're about to cough,
1: and I was like, you should have just
0: damn it that re- I was trying to do, like
1: an, like, a, like, an OnlyFans, like, reveal, like, you know, with the girl, you know, like, just like... <laughs>
0: What do you know about OnlyFans, bro? Uh, A friend of a friend told me. Asking for a friend. Uh, Lou, we we continue on down this free agency path. Next up on the docket, it's going to be the AFC West for us this evening. Um, We'll we'll parlay that into the NFC West. It's been uh, a long process gathering all of our facts and information related to, to these teams. Just to reiterate... Free agency officially begins on Wednesday, March 15th. That's the the new year. Uh, Legal tampering begins on Monday. You've already seen whispers of things that are happening around what what teams are flirting with what players, what cap casualties are taking place. Um, So a lot unfolding. So we're trying to be timely with this. But again, we are acting as if we are the general managers for these teams. We have equally divided each of these divisions. I just mentioned this evening is going to be about the AFC West. Lou's got two teams. I got two teams. I bet you can guess which one of those teams Lou is going to own. Lou, I got a little curveball for you. Since we're, we're talking about divisions that carry our teams, that we are most passionate about, I'm going to give you six minutes <clears throat> for the chargers and when we get I to the 49ers, I don't think I, see, I need I need, it. I need I need 6 minutes so I'm I'm going to give it to you if you don't need oh, it you so don't need it so you act it, like, so you to... act like you're, you're doing me a favor where it's Yeah really doing you a solid bro I'm doing yeah. you solid cuz I'm doing myself a solid and yeah, I'm we still all know, gonna, We all know we're still going to crow when I'm talking about yeah. the nine.
1: <laughs> we all we all know who the long-winded one is I'm just yeah, right bro. to the point you know
0: no foreplay
1: go right in there.
0: If we went back and checked the statistics I guarantee you are 90% not hitting the rooster crow i am 90 percent hitting the rooster crow on i, I am teams. petrified
1: of that crow so that's
0: why <laughs> I... all right lou afc west here we go who you starting with what do you got for us and let me before you unveil let me show you my technology skills get the old trusty timer on the clock are you starting with the the bolts sorry with
1: the charges man.
0: all right hold on <clears throat> i'm gonna give you your extra minute here you go
1: all right so i am the general manager of the los angeles Chargers, known as tommy boy aka tom telesco um and currently the charges are 6.9 million dollars over the cap first of all i have to thank my blessings for some reason i still have a job you know i've had two <laughs> two uh playoff experiences in uh in my 10-year ten, uh, ten duration with the Chargers, either we have really low expectations or I have some incriminating photos of the owner. So right then and there, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. So <clears throat> all kidding aside, I'm extremely frustrated with what transpired last year because I thought I did a phenomenal job of bringing in some A top-A, top-level t- talent to this team, Right. Uh, i got some depth the first time in my career here as a chargers gm i was really i was really happy what i did last year and the problem is i never saw last year's team construction come to fruition my vision never played out because we were destroyed and decimated by injuries so i'm a little stubborn i'm also my seat's a little hot i would say so i'm i, I want to see how this plays out so i'm trying to basically save face and bring as much as back as I can and run it back. And it's going to be hard to do that because we are almost $7 million over the cap now, but I'm going to have to first and foremost, my main priority is getting creative uh, when it comes to cap con- uh, con- uh, construction. Right. I already restructured Keenan Allen and Mike Williams contracts to free up $14 million. Right. <clears throat> I'm Cutting Matt Filer and Dustin Hopkins to free up another 8.7 million dollars, and I can do this thanks to the emergence of Jamari Sawyer. Uh He he played admirably last year at left tackle. I'm just going to slide him over, probably where he's better suited at left guard, have him sit next to Corey Lindsley and, and also Rashawn Slater. I think that'll be a great, great transition for him because those are two intelligent players that can help him, you know, um, really mature and grow as a guard right so he won't be uh, left on the island there but also dicker the kicker he was phenomenal last year and i know the one kick he did miss um <clears throat> was an imperative kick against the jacksonville jaguars but he was he was really solid and how many times you can say that the los angeles chargers have a solid kicker right you know usually we go through them like you know like kleenexes Um, so that frees up another 8.7 million dollars. That gets me roughly right in the black, I would say, uh, from a cap standpoint. Next, I'm extending Michael Davis, our cornerback. He's only 28 years old, this is his last year uh, on his contract, but I'm doing this for twofold. First, it's going to help me give some cap relief, right? Secondly, he's going to be he's going to provide me some insurance, JC Jackson insurance. It's awful what happened last year to JC Jackson. He's probably not going to be a full strength coming, you know, coming into this year. Don't want to rush him back, right? Because I'm thinking more long term. But Michael Davis played really well last year. And it's a name that people really don't recognize. He's big, he's fast. Um, he's a he's a sure and willing tackler. So I'm extending him to relieve his cap hit. Next, I'm going to Joey Bosa. I know he has some flack this, you know, this offseason, but this is probably the easiest way to provide me major relief. I'm restructuring Joey Bosa to free up another $14 million. So by doing these four moves alone gives me north of $20 million. I'm also monitoring the tight end situation, whether it be in free agency or the draft, because if someone I feel like I can get in the draft or in free agency on the cheap, I'm possibly looking to cut Gerald Everett to save $4 million. So that would give me a little more additional relief there. <clears throat> so that's for the subtraction slash the restructurings, the not fun part. Next, like I stated before, I'm trying to re-sign and bring in my own talent as much as possible. There are three players I feel like are real important for me to bring back. All right? Trey Pipkins, offensive tackle. I can't believe I'm re-signing. I can't believe
0: him. you're signing that too. <laughs> I,
1: I, I can't believe I'm re-signing, so named Pipkins. But, yeah, Trey Pipkins – Offensive tackle. Uh, he, he played good for us last year. Don't know how good he really uh, was because of uh, he did get hurt with his right knee. Right. So he did good playing injured. So if he's healthy this year, maybe plays better. In addition, he'll be cheap because the offensive tackle free agent market is so robust. It could drive down his price. I'm bringing back Drew Tranquil. Our linebackers have never been our strength. Right. In the inside uh, standpoint. So he has proved to you know show range. Big playmaking ability, can blitz, can cover. He's a former safety, converted to a linebacker. Uh, once again, the linebacker market is also flooded with a lot of talent on the free agency market. I think that can bring down his price as well, so it won't be too costly. And last but not least, Morgan Fox. He provides us some versatility, some pass rush, so uh, I definitely want to bring him back. And then I'm looking towards the draft to address my remaining needs, speed at the wide receiver position. Need to get a third pass rusher because the two pass rushers I do have, albeit they're great, they're either they're injured or you know a little older or what have you. I need to get and lastly but not least, I need to get some offensive line debt. And I have 25 seconds, and this is perhaps should have been number one to me. I got to figure out the Justin Herbert contract. I'm confident I'll get it done, right? But I don't want to be last at the table either. Uh, I want to get it before the uh, the Hertz contract gets done. And I don't know if I'll get it before Burrow, but um, I, I, I really want to be the, closer to the first of the table than the last of the table. Hopefully I can set the market and not have to uh, go crazy. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> <I didn't... laughs>
0: You're a dick. <laughs> My computer was muted, so we weren't hearing it. I was like, oh, we're going to unmute that right quick. A couple things. Um, you know, I, as if – following the chargers as closely as I do because of you, they it's it's a good roster, right? Like a playoff team, right? Top heavy,
1: top heavy though.
0: Yeah. But it's when we say that retooling versus like rebuilding, right? That sort of thing. I just think it's a a couple pieces. I think one of the cool things is you get JC Jackson back, right? So it's almost like Hmm. another free agent, you know what I mean? Because he didn't have the impact last year. Yeah. It'll be slow coming. Um, but I like your secondary, right? I, I think they, they have some pieces there, like you said, Davis, um, Samuel Jr., right? Like there's just people, um, they got some young, young pieces, so we'll see how that goes. I can't help but laugh every time I hear the name Cameron Dicker or Dicker the Kicker, because I can't I, was it Kyle Van Noy that video that went viral where he was asking his teammates about your Yo, our kicker? kicker's name. And they're like dicker and he's like nah you're fucking with me (laughs) like didn't even believe it you know what i mean and they're like Nah, it really is and i I found that um to be hilarious i think you're looking for the money in all the right places the obvious statement of the day is you know you have an aging keenan allen no matter how much i love number 13 mike williams is always a, a really good football player when he's available right and like last year was a prime example of that Got to be another weapon added there. But I think that's the draft, right? Because I don't look around on the offensive weapons, you know, that are available in free agency. And nobody feels to me like they fit what this offense wants to do and what, you know, Justin Herbert is capable of doing. Um, I I love the adjustments to the offensive line because what did I say? All year long, this team needed to get better at running the football, right? Like, I'm not so much worried about the protection of Justin Herbert. I feel like he's capable of almost protecting himself with his in pocket mobility and getting out of the pocket. And God, he is amazing on the move when he releases that ball. But like, you got to run the football. I want to see, I want to see what Isaiah Spiller's actually got. You know what we, I mean? We all do, yeah. Yeah, and and I just don't think he's. I mean, listen, losing Rashawn Slater last year, big deal, right? Like a real big deal. Th- uh oh, did you just you're like good. cut out on the screen? I cut no, out on my screen. You, you were, yeah. I, does my did my audio go or just no, like my good, face? You're good, you're okay, good. cool. All right. Um, again, I'm. I I still think the Chargers are in prime position to compete, um, and then you know through subtraction get a little bit more addition. Um, very interested to see what they prioritize or what you prioritize, sir, Mr. Telesco, in the in the draft.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say let, let parting shots. I don't think they're gonna be players in free agency at all. If they are, it's gonna be in those second and third waves. Maybe those um, those you know, cheaper vets. Uh, and also I would look for like some of those uh, former Staley castoffs. Uh, maybe like a Leonard Floyd, right? Because yeah. this is a deep edge rusher draft that could drive down his price. He just he's going to get cut or traded or cut by the uh, the Rams. Look for a lot of players like um, the Johnson from uh, the safety from uh, the, uh, the 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 Browns that he can also end up there too if the price is right and like I said, uh, and he's still available in those second and third waves. Things like that. I think they're going. Yeah. That's how they'll address their needs. I mean, listen. Can't be two, mad at them for that because no, they, they went all in last year.
0: Two years ago, we were looking at John Johnson like, you know, cream of the crop in free agency, and he just it just hasn't come to fruition for him in Cleveland. So I feel like he could also be had on the – I don't want to say on the cheap, but he's certainly not going to command in the market what he had previously commanded. So could be a, a good day, you know, week two, week three free agency uh, mm-hmm. addition for the team. All right. Next up on the AFC West, we're going to roll. I'm going to roll with the Denver Broncos. So let's ride. Let's ride. ride. Here we go. So 8.8 million cap space coming off a 5-12 and disaster of a season where we fired our first-year head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, in the middle of the season. We gave up a lot to bring Russell Wilson in. We were touted as the team that was just a quarterback away from serious – opportunity to compete for uh, a Super Bowl, compete in the AFC West. But yet here we are, 5-12, and didn't look like it was coming to fruition. As a general manager, what I first need to prioritize is I need to get this organization on the same page. So many stories out there floating around about the new culture due to Russell Wilson and his own office and yada, yada, you know what I mean? Like just all these things that don't bode well for our camaraderie, our locker room, our perception outside, we need to gel. I think I've made the right step here in getting a coach who commands respect due to his legacy and his history in Sean Payton, who's not going to let this locker room run rampant like a first-time head coach could potentially do, who wants to cater to his quarterback. I think Payton, um, for us, is going to bring a little bit more cohesion to this team, ideally. But I need to find more money. So the easiest way for me is I'm just starting with names like Cortland Sutton, Justin Simmons, Randy Gregory for potential restructures. Now, the Simmons and Gregory piece are a little bit more complicated because they're only in the second year of their recent contracts. So, like, what's in it for them to renegotiate? So we're going to have to get creative in our spin for that. But honestly, you know, I'm just calling it out for Randy Gregory. He played six games last season. He totaled two sacks. Does that really warrant the $16 million a year that he's going to to get this year? Don't know. Another subtraction I might potentially look to is is Ronald Darby. If I outright release him, there's $9 million in cap saving right now. That won't be a popular opinion. Um, Pretty solid player, but I'm really confident in our depth at defensive back and our youth. Um, We have a a lot of guys that I think we're, we're high on. Most importantly, I'm looking for improvements along the offensive line. I'm thinking names like Kelvin Beecham, Donovan Smith. These are individuals that can play both tackles, have a ton of experience, and more importantly, they don't miss football games, right? Like, look at Beecham. I think he hasn't missed a game in three years or, like, two games over the last four or five years. Got a ton of experience. Think he's an immediate upgrade. I also want to look to, to reinvent my center position. So I'm I'm aggressive towards Connor McGovern at center. Maybe that allows me to slide. Quinn miners your guy out to guard and kind of spread out the depth a, a little bit along this line because I want to run the football. that's the easiest way for me to protect Russell and not get him in situations where we got to throw it 40 to 50 times a game. Sean Payton's going to want to run the football um I like our running backs right um, so we'll, we'll we'll see how this goes. The, I think the the last piece is I think I'm going to want to solidify our inside linebacker position. We all love Josie Jewell in the building. think he's a heck of a player, but I also believe based on recent events, there's an immediate opportunity to upgrade now that Eric Kendricks is on the market. I think he fits our style of play. What we want to do, he's consistently one of the best middle linebackers in the league. I think he's somebody that we want to pursue rather aggressively the Lou, the thing that I would other things real quick before I make this final point, when I look at my own free agents, there's two that I would prioritize. Going back to the middle linebacker position, a not so you know household name in Jonas Griffith, young player, good player, solid contributor, contracts just up, and then Draymond Jones. I want to keep some of that D line depth that I possibly can. But here's the reality: it didn't look. I think I believe the talent is there for our team. It just didn't mesh well last year in the first year under nathaniel hackett and um with russell wilson so i have to be optimistic that by just bringing in sean payton getting that cohesion getting us all on the same page all accountable with the talent we have that could quickly shift the tide we're not void of talent up and down this football team there's spots that we want to get better at so i feel like it's little pieces to see what we have in these veterans that we've expended before Candidly, as the general manager, we might be a year or two away from just imploding this entire thing and going uh, with the, the youth movement once we get past the deficit created by the trade for Russell Wilson in terms of recouping our assets, um, things of that nature. So tweaks, um, not, not a complete rebuild, if you will, for us right now. And I think we're right back competing. And that's all. No rooster.
1: All right, good job avoiding that uh, that crow right there. A um, Couple things. It's interesting. I think one of their bigger priorities should be Draymond. Uh, uh, Draymond, uh, and let me tell you why. They've lost over the last couple of years. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. You can't keep on losing pass rushers. And Draymond Jones is big imperative to their success. Don't know how they're going to be able to afford him. Rumors are he's going to be commanding around, you know, sixteen million dollars a year. With those type of numbers, don't see how they're gonna be able to afford them. But there's also rumblings that uh, Sean Payton, I don't think Sean Payton's come to save this franchise. I think Sean like this these this roster. I think Sean Payton, I think this is a year where he's just gonna take quick inventory and say, You're out, you're out, you're not my type of guy. And you'll be surprised at some people down the trading block. I'm, you said restructuring Sutton. His name has been floating around on the trading block, as is uh, Jerry Judy. Also, Garrett Bowles, his name has been floating around the trade block. So I feel like I don't think Sean Payton came here because of Russell Wilson. I think he no. came here you know, despite Russell Wilson. Like, listen, if it works, great. I'll keep on having Russell Wilson on my team. But guess what? I'm not married to this guy, and we'll see how he does this year, and we'll just move on from him. I think he his thought process is more of a long-term approach as opposed to trying to win it now. And if Russell Wilson can help him get there, great. If not, no skin off of his back thing, type of thing. So it's not – this wasn't a move to try to salvage this roster and salvage this franchise to get to the Super Bowl this year. They yeah. would love to, of course. So I'm not saying they're not trying to. They would love to, of course. But I think he's coming in with more of a bigger picture – type of mentality as opposed to just year one, these next year or two.
0: Yeah. I, I I totally see that perspective. Don't know if I fully subscribe to it because I think of the ego of Sean Payton and like, is he really here for a rebuild? Is he here to do what he was doing in new Orleans over the next 10, 12, 15 years? I don't know. And I don't know how much his ego sustains as being that highly coveted guy. And candidly, GM had off, you know, Lou and I, you and I both talked about this with Brian Dable come to the Giants, right? Same mentality, right? He's got that long-term contract. He's going to blow it all up. You know, he started to do those things, but the talent that he had wanted to play for him. They were eager. They were hungry. They did a lot of good things. And I just think, look, if I'm as a general manager, I put everybody's name out on the trade block, trade block call and make me an offer. Make me an offer I can't refuse, right? Like, there's no harm in doing that, you know? It, it's So, look, you can you could say I'm going to put Judy out there. I'm going to put Sutton out there. I'm going to put Garrett Bowles out there. But are you really going to pull the trigger? Because I guarantee you value them differently than other teams value them. And you're not going to get that value in return. But I totally, totally understand the perspective that you're coming with because I do think Sean Payton is that kind of guy. and This is just you and I talking, right? I'm no longer pretending to be the GM that really doesn't give a shit about Russell Wilson. Like, he's like, hey, if I got a good, competent guy there, I know what having a good quarterback does for my life. It makes it easier. But at the end of the day, he can next year, if this thing continues to flop, he can just as easily say, I wasn't part of this decision. He's got to go. You want to keep me? This is how we're doing it. And I don't think even fans would even bat an eye.
1: I Alyssa, I agree with I agree with you. And I'm, the reason why I think he, he went to the Denver Broncos is the fact that you know, their new owner, he's yep. one of the Walmart guys. Right. So yep. endless money. I know you're saying cap space, but when you have an owner willing to do certain things that other owners are not eating dead money, uh, restructuring deals, just like the saints did. Yep. Uh, he's, I think that's where he said, like, you know what, if it works out these next two years, great. If not, guess what? I get to build, you know, build this ship the way I want to. And my owner won't say no.
0: Yep. Yeah. no, Um, It's one of those cases when you bring in somebody like Sean Payton, uh, they clearly want more control. Um, They want their voice to be heard. Like, I got to be honest with you, I don't think Nathaniel Hackett had a voice at all in this, like, locker room or with management. I don't think they really cared um, when push came to shove. So uh, they will be listening to Sean Payton, and his pedigree says that you should. All right, Lou, um, looking at the clock. Um, we got a lot to go still. Um, next up are going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, I imagine. Yes. So, congrats, Super Bowl champions. You're now on the clock. All right. So, Kansas City
1: Chiefs, we have $16.9 million in cap space. Um, this just crazy. Yeah. But, you know, when you look at that, that's not going to get you as far as you think because my first priority is bringing back the big boys, and it's going to be costly. When I'm talking about the big boys – I'm talking about first and foremost, Andy Reid always has the highest level of success when he has a good offensive line. And one of the big boys they need to bring back, it's imperative to their success to protect their quarterback, is Orlando Brown. Last year they weren't close on the deal. Uh, so I'm not sure what changes this year. They didn't franchise tag him this year. Uh, so it'd be interesting if you know if they do bring him back or, or if a team that has a lot more money to them that are a little more desperate, like the Chicago Bears or what have you. Uh, actually, end up stealing Orlando Brown from them, but I have to you know, make a, a real hard attempt to bring Orlando Brown because you can see what Mahomes looks like when he's not pressured, right? And he can, you know, really, you know, so that's extremely imperative. On the other side of the ball, I'm looking to take care of Chris Jones, and he deserves it. And he st- says that he wants to be paid as the second highest, you know, defensive lineman, uh, you know, in the in, in the game. And like I said, he he has done nothing but no work his tail off since he's been here and he's in his last year of his contract. I know he's 28 years old. Uh, but that being said, maybe do a four, we do a four or five year deal and keep him around for the next like three years. And the other two years, pretty much that a parachute clause, but I got to bring back. These guys are imperative to success on both sides of the ball for the Kansas City Chiefs. I got to figure a way to bring them back. So you can easily see how that $16.9 million doesn't go so far. I also need to look to replace the departures of Carlos Dunlap and Frank Clark, but I'm going to have limited money after addressing, uh, you know, Brown and Chris Jones to do so. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking on the free agent market at those veteran edge rushers that are looking to chase rings, right? David on Clowney, your Yannick Ngakwe, maybe your Bud Dupree's that they don't have as much juice and won't be as expensive, but they still could bring something valuable uh, from a pass rushing standpoint to the game, which is imperative in the uh, AFC West. <clears throat> and I know everyone wants us to add a big name wide receiver like Odell or Hopkins, but I think that's not the right way to go because when you have a Patrick Mahomes, you don't need a big name wide receiver. Mahomes makes everyone around him better. He doesn't need the wide receivers to make him better. He can be thrown to me and you and still have – Four thousand yard, you know, um, you know, four thousand yard season. So you don't have to heavily invest. I'm not saying you have to totally ignore it, but you don't have to heavily invest at the wide receiver position. So I do want to bring, keep, you know, one of my playmakers here. I have a decision to make. Do I bring back Nicole Hardman or Juju Smith-Schuster? And push comes to shove, I'm bringing back TikTok boy. And let me tell you why. Hardman has had an injury history. And he's never really materialized in our offense. It's, it's disappointing, but after a while, you got to call a spade a spade. Um, so that is why I'm looking at, you know, I'm, I'm looking to uh, perhaps let Hardman walk. <clears throat> Last but not certainly least, I'm looking for a contingency plan for a Travis Kelsey. He's 34 years old. I still have, think he has like three years or so left, but this is the time you address the need before it becomes a need. And this is the time to do so. So, how am I going to come up with a contingency plan? Perhaps looking at the NFL draft this year, it's the deepest tight end draft. It's been probably within the last 10, 15 years. So I'm looking to pull the trigger on a rookie tight end within the first two rounds of the NFL draft this year. I do that. Just make little you know, tweaks and ter- twerks there, or, you know, uh, I'm not sure why I said the word twerk, but uh, I just make some, you know, tinkering a little bit. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here. We won the Super Bowl. Yeah. We just got we just got to keep as is and hold on to our talent.
0: You've won two Super Bowls in four years. Um big deal. Are you are you done?
1: I'm done. Yeah, please shut the timer off. I don't want to hear that. Go you
0: got it. Um yeah, really couple sorry. things. I I ding ding ding, nail on the head, you win the prize. The replacement plan for Travis Kelsey needs to begin now. And it is the draft and it's this year. Let's remember where you know Travis Kelsey wasn't this highly coveted guy that came out, or, right? Molded he was in a third the rounder. Locker yeah so um things to consider <clears throat> we talked you talked about the playmakers um they already did this last year they already planned for this year last year right like the picking of sky Moore, Kadarius tony being traded for in the middle of the season i i totally agree with bringing back juju over micole and i'm pretty sure that's probably already in the works because i can't go in with like mvs as my highest paid <laughs> wide receiver right like it's just it's the, the production is not there for ten million plus a year from the guy, um, but I, you're going to see more from Kadarius. And if there's anybody who, honestly, because with Sky Moore on this roster and even a little bit of Kadarius Tony, Nicole Hardman just becomes redundant, and he's going to cost you more than those two do. Um, and they'll add more. And then, you know, the Chris Jones restructure is 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 looming large, right? Get some of that money off the books because he is a huge cap number right now. And you know, again, another area where you hit the nail right on the head is just bringing back Orlando Brown. Like, you know what I mean? Like, arguably the second most important position on the on the offensive side of the ball, right? Is that left tackle protecting the blind side of Mahomes? And um, it, it it just that's how I see their off season, right? Like, just an addition here, a retainment here, and oh, by the way, we still have 15 under center. We're competing for the Super Bowl next year again. Every year. Yeah, here until God yeah. knows when. And here's the beauty of it is Mahomes has a really high cap number this year, like he's like more than twenty two percent. Right, last year I think he was seventeen percent. So he'd be the first quarterback, and they'd be the first team to win when your QB accounts for more than I think is sixteen percent of the cap number. But his cap percentage actually goes down, and his cap number goes down year after year after year. And not just because the cap's going up. Like his number against the cap actually goes down over the next few years. And don't tell me Patrick Mahomes isn't the kind of guy that you can't approach next year and be like, dude, let's restructure. Let's restructure. He'll take the Tom Brady approach the rest of his career. He'll restructure. Oh, you want to give me $25 million signing bonuses year after year, after year, after year. No problem. No problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Like he'll, he is that guy. Like, he's just like, love him or hate him. Mahomes is great for the NFL. Great dude, uh, team first mentality. Uh, he's made his bag. He's set for life. He wants to play for a long time. Like he's going to be ve- very friendly to this front office as time goes on.
1: There's one other thing I forgot to mention as the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs. I need to do this offseason. I need to ban Jackson Mahomes and Brittany Mahomes from the stadium.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably going to happen. I mean, Jackson's in a whole nother world of trouble right now. I'm sure you saw all this stuff that's come out about forcing himself upon a yeah. a woman. But yeah, he needs to it's hard, right? Like the face of your franchise carries a little baggage with him. That's not even his own baggage, right? And like that's hard to deflect and hard to deal with.
1: No, he Mahomes has to get his wife into check you know, wife yeah, in check.
0: Okay. That's come on dude you're married i'm married there's no shot in hell i can ever get my wife in check or you're (laughs) gonna get your wife in check we're just even hot we're just pawns in their game
1: even if we were making 50 million a year i think i can get it no
0: dude this is one of the things i love about my wife right like she's so funny even though she's so quiet hey what's mine is what's mine is what's mine is ours what's yours is mine right like it's the way that she kind of yeah, like yeah. looks at it and it's fine i i respect it you know what i mean like that's why i go to work is to to help help provide you know for the family so i just look at it like Bro, if I ever just all of a sudden hit the lottery or whatnot, she'd have that locked up so fast that I'd have no opportunity to even vacate the premises. Yeah. <laughs> and just I respect Am- that Am- about her.
1: Amazon trucks, just, just literally trucks, just parking in your driveway.
0: Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. All right, let's let's uh, forge forward here. Final piece of the AFC West: uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, thirty million in, in cap space. We finished six and whoa, eleven. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. There's Here, rules to this, Weston.
0: This, this isn't Vietnam. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it. Yeah. All right. That's the make up for the time. Disappointing season following a previous year playoff appearance. My non GM actually put the the Raiders um, in the playoffs this year um, from a prediction. It, it it's it, it was it was troubling because we've returned a lot of the same roster, right, and added a superstar at wide receiver. And we got less results. You know, here's the obvious statement today. You know, we moved on from from Derek Carr. Creates a big gap for us under center. The most important position on the field. We will be in pursuit of all of the top free agents. We are kicking the tires on Aaron Rodgers. We are kicking the tires on Lamar Jackson. We're looking everywhere. But I'm going to be honest with myself. The writing's on the wall. Uh, To me... You know, I'm probably really looking at a combination of either a Jimmy G, an Andy Dalton, a competent starter. I might bring back Jarrett Stidham, right, to see how that experiment might go for another year under Josh McDaniels. The reality is, is like we're not upgrading at quarterback um, this offseason. Just doesn't doesn't feel like now is going to be the time based on the market and where the the hot names are going to go. But. I think we're, we're making progress and retaining our people, right? We franchise tag Josh Jacobs, hope to get a a little bit of a longer term contract that's team friendly out of there, keeping him in this offense um, for at least another season, even plays on the tag, which is going to help aid in the transition of whoever's going to be under center for us. We want to go back to that run game. Josh was tremendous last year. We ran the football very well. I I'm, we're going to be spenders, but I also want more money, right? So I'm looking to restructure people like Colton Miller, Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, who's kind of fallen off a little bit. I'll ask him to go get some of that money from John Bones Jones, who just came back and won the heavyweight title um, in the UFC, etc. cetera. Here's what's interesting. We brought in a new defensive line coach, and I think the defense needs a, a remake of sorts as well uh, across the board. His name's Ron Leonard. There's a lot of interesting players who have played for Ron Leonard in the Ron Leonard in the past. Looking at some current ex-Baltimore Ravens, whether it's Justin Houston, whether it's Jason Pierre-Paul, I know they're aging, uh, but Justin Houston really had a lot of production under Ron Leonard last year, and he could be somebody that we can bring in to spell Chandler Jones third-down situations. You know, a compliment to Max Crosby help us get a little bit more pressure in a division that is littered with stud quarterbacks when all is said and done. So it's going to be all about pressure. Another thing that I'm prioritizing, and I don't know if this is going to be shocking to anybody, but I want to bring back Matt Collins opposite of Devonte Adams. Matt Collins played admirably last year. You know, um, Darren Waller was hurt quite a bit. Hunter Renfro didn't have nearly the same production in this offense last year as he had in years previous. And, and Matt Collins was highly productive, and he's not going to cost me a lot of money to bring back. feel like we might get the, the home team discount. And my last piece here, Lou, and this is a cop-out. I'll be the first to admit it, but I need to add a defensive player at literally every single layer of the defense. Edge, I feel okay with who we have on roster right now. But I need to add depth at the defensive tackle position. I need to bring in some linebackers, right? Devont, Levante David is an interesting piece. You know, we've had some success with Denzel Perryman. You know, a, a thumper, middle linebacker, vet. You know, I would say Levante is a little is more well rounded, and he might be a better fit um, for the scheme. We need corner help. We need safety help. We just haven't been drafting well in these positions. Some of them aren't even in the league anymore, right? Like due to the troubles that have set us back a few years under the former GM, Mike Mayock, but now it's my show. And uh, the priority for me is defense, defense, defense. That's free agency. That's draft. I think draft, I'm shooting for high upside free agency. I'm looking for some, some stout veterans that can keep us competitive and competent. I can rattle off a ton of names, not going to because we've talked about them on all the other um, around all the other teams, but that's the priority. It's, it's we got to get better on defense across the board at every layer. That's it for the Raiders.
1: All right. So my two cents. Um, Yeah. The Raiders do have a lot of money in cap space. They're tops. tops, uh, But a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do. I mean, the thing is, it's not just one side of the ball either. It's both sides of the ball. And when I mean this is the quintessential team when you're talking about being top heavy. They are extremely top heavy. They have a really good talent, but then it falls off a cliff really quick, right? So Max Crosby, phenomenal. Devontae Adams, phenomenal. Uh, Darren Waller, phenomenal. Josh Jacobs, phenomenal. And then Chandler Jones, phenomenal. Hunter Renfro, phenomenal. And then it just everything just falls off a cliff. Their starting right side of the offensive line are all free agents. Not that they were even good, by the way. No, uh, they are littered with a bunch of free agents on the defensive side. And once again, that that could be depends how you look at the you know the glass is half full half empty. Like, hey, we're getting rid of guys that weren't good for us, right? But how can you stretch that thirty-seven million dollars, right? That is going because the you know the the hundred million dollar question, and. The thing is, when you become players in free agency, it's always more expensive to uh, acquire new free agents than it resign your own. Yep. So your buck might not go as quick as much uh, if it was to resign your own. But they have two people in their starting secondaries are free agents. Their whole linebacking core are free agents. Uh, a bunch of their defensive linemen are free agents. They have a lot of work to do. And you know what, Weston? I wish we had the, the technology capability to uh, you know, slice in what I said last year about the Raiders after uh, the Broncos and Chargers made those big moves. Because what I said last year is this. They should just kick the can and just rebuild starting last year. Uh, and then literally as soon as I said that, like I want to say the next day they trade for Devontae Adams. Like, what the hell do I know? No. <laughs> right, but guess what? It didn't work. Yeah. They just couldn't keep up with the arms race, and there comes to a time where trying to keep everything together, you're you're, you're just denying, you're just, you're just delaying the inevitable. Yep. And I think this is. I think they're coming. They're 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 coming to the realization. Like, hey, you know, because they got rid of Carr, they might start you know, have start having those thoughts in their head. Draft, you know, Draft a young quarterback. Uh, to start this process again again so
0: nope yep. all right Lou that wraps up the AFC West obviously next on the docket the the NFC West but until that time my friend always a pleasure